Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. Um, we took a week off last week. Yeah, we did. Because I was on vacation. Uh, Brett ditched me. Sorry. But if you want um, to view, if you want to get an extra podcast in, like your normal routine, I was a guest on a podcast with my brother yeah. and one of uh, his pastor um, friends, Aaron, who used to be um, his youth pastor, actually. Um, they do one called Let's Read the Bible. So if you look that up and look at the latest episode. Um, you'll see your boy featured. You'll see me. I think it's the latest episode unless they unless they load one up this week. Uh, but it's a Q&A one with a special guest is what the title is. So you could uh, hear me on that. That was really fun. It was a really good informative podcast. Um, and so, But now we're back. So episode 70. We're getting into We're it. Back. It's really fun. If we have any new listeners uh, from the Let's Read a Bible podcast sub- um, subscriber pool, welcome. <laughs> uh, that took yeah, me welcome. way too long to say. but uh, Yeah, it's okay. English is hard. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you are a youth, what's up, players? If you are <laughs> a an adult, then hey, welcome. How's it going? Um, <laughs> Different welcome for every people group here. Yeah. so age group, rather. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're having fun. So we're in uh, John chapter 15 today. We're going to take about f- maybe 15 minutes on that, 10, 15 minutes. And then uh, we have a uh, get a little goofy, kind of goofy, fun Christian type draft um, at the end. And um, that's the difference between our podcast and my brother's podcast. Let's read the Bible. Uh, theirs is geared uh, fully towards Bible study, which is awesome. They get to dive a little deeper than we do. Uh, but ours is kind of a general Bible study geared uh, um, a little bit more towards our youth, um, but it's available for everybody, obviously. And then we have um, our little goofy section at the end, which is inspired by the Spitballers podcast, uh, which is kind of three middle-aged dads that are just goofing around. (laughs) and Just having a good time. uh, So, anyways, that's the background. If you're new, that's the background for our podcast. It's a fun one. It's a blast. So, join with us for the next... Uh, 30 to 40 minutes and hopefully you have a good time. We'll vibe. And all of you Echo peeps who have been here this whole time, I love you mucho. Echo parents, if you're joining us, you are the real MVP. So we love you. Um, okay, so John chapter 15. If you have your Bible, it's open there. Um, if you want to, you could pause this right now and read it real quick. And it's a pretty short one. And then jump back with us. Uh, if not, you just follow along. So we're going to talk about a couple of things. Not a whole lot, um, but just some cool implications in this uh, chapter and then next week we'll be in chapter 16. I think the last time we were here we were going to say we are going to do 15 and 16 together but I kind of want to dive into 15 by itself. That's Let's cool. do it. Uh, okay, I'm going to jump right in and Ben, just feel free to interrupt anytime that you have something you want to say. Sounds good. Um, so this section says, it's kind of titled, I am the true vine. And so this is Jesus talking here and uh, and there's some kind of cool implications in what he has to say here. So he's the first line, he says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. So here, uh, we'll stop right there. 
uh, because there's two <laughs> there's two different things there. Uh, the first one is when he says, "I am the true vine." This um, in some commentaries they they believe that this might be pointing um, to contrast Jesus with the Old Testament Israel, um, as Israel okay. was viewed as kind of the vine where people would um, mm-hmm. where everything was branched out, like it was Israel. Everything came from the Israel. twelve tribes of Israel, right? Um, and so Jesus is saying, I am the true vine. Everything comes from me, not from Israel anymore. So it's an interesting take. If you like it, uh, let's go with that. If you don't, then study on it and tell me I'm wrong. And I love having dialogue and it's totally fine. And then the next part says, and my father is the vine dresser. And so this is cool because the vine dresser refers back to Isaiah's first vineyard song. Um, obviously in the book of Isaiah. So there's some like, kind of um and if as you read the gospels you notice that jesus refers a um, lot to the old prophets. refers a lot to the to, to the old scriptures and things like that and fulfills prophecies and all that kind of stuff so here's one of those when he says my father's the vine dresser uh, that could be pointing back to a, a section in isaiah that talks um, about um, isaiah's first vineyard um, song where god is depicted as tending his vineyard only to be rewarded with wild grapes so Interesting text there. So anyways, moving on. Uh, verse 2 says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. So the implication here that we have to be aware of is that there's pain in both processes. Yeah. So every branch that is in me but does not bear fruit. So this is this is a branch who claims... These are people who claim to be Christians but don't bear good fruit. Like, like those kind of bitter, angry contrarian want to fight everybody on social media type Christians who aren't bearing any good fruit. Um, the Bible says he takes those away, like removes those. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like the idea of like separation of sheep and goat. And, and so this is not to say that you're, you'll lose your salvation if you're being a jerk. It's to say that if you're being a jerk, you probably aren't saved in the first place. Oof. So like that's, <laughs> True, that's kind of, so I don't want anybody to think like, oh man, if I'm if I have a lapse of judgment, I'm mean, I'm gonna lose my salvation. No, like if you're just twenty four seven a jerk <laughs> or twenty four seven like aren't bearing any good fruit, um, you probably haven't actually experienced who Jesus is. And so you should kinda like test that and see what see where you go. But let's go. Um and then the second part says, Every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. So this means like even if you're bearing great fruit, there's gonna be some moments where God has to pull things back from you, cut things off, and that never comes without pain. So Yeah, amen. So the journey of growth, as you know, kind of like as a kid. Ben, I don't know if you ever had growing pains growing up. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> All I, the time. I had them a lot in my, like, knees and elbows, and it hurt Those so bad. And it was knees, like, yeah. ah, you know, it's like this, like, achy pain. Yeah. It's very frustrating. But the payoff was great. More so for me than you, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Brad's taller than me. For those of you who've never met us, <laughs> um, but the payoff was great, but it, it was a painful process. So that's kind of a similar thing. Um, we'll skip ahead here, verse four. Abide in me, and I in you. Um, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you. Yeah. So this is good. Like you, to be able to bear good Need fruit, to feed you. You have to, yeah to be able to bear good fruit. You have to be rooted in Jesus. That's cool. Um, I'm the vine, you are the branches, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. So here's the next part I'm going to talk about. So this is good. Bears much fruit if you're in him. Let's go. 
But the part that gets kind of misinterpreted a lot is for apart from me, you can do nothing. So this doesn't mean that apart from Jesus, you literally can't do anything. Like you're not paralyzed. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it actually it doesn't even mean that apart from Jesus, you can't do anything good. Like we see a lot of good yeah. people who don't love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's not saying like apart from Jesus, you can't do anything good or you can't do anything that matters. It's just saying apart from Jesus, you can't do anything that has that matters eternally. Eternal that impact. So yeah. Um, but with Jesus, you could do a lot of things that have internal impact. Mm-hmm. Eternal, not internal. I guess internal it as well. Probably but both, <laughs> but yeah. Eternal impact. So there's that. Okay, so we're gonna skip ahead a, a few verses. So if you're if you're reading this, feel free to read fill in the blanks. We don't want you to think we're like picking and choosing yeah, here. Um, we just don't. I'm not gonna. This isn't like uh, um, an audio book, so I'm not going to read you the whole chapter. Uh, but anyway, so go into verse 12. Let's jump over there uh, because those other verses kind of just reiterate what Jesus was saying in the first place. Yep. Um, with some added aspects of joy and love and things like that. Okay, so now verse 12. This is my commitment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this that someone lay down lay down their life for his friends. So this is kind of cool because Memorial Day was last mm-hmm. Monday. Yeah. Um, and so that's like a really, really impactful verse for that time like this. Like like no... No greater love than somebody who would lay down their life for their friends. Yeah, and that, that's why that's we... That's crazy. That's why we we take a moment and I think, you know, Memorial Day, sad enough, it's only one day out of the year. Like yeah. it should be every day that we should remember people who've laid down their lives for us. But mm-hmm. with that, as we remember people who have fought for our freedom and laid down their life for us, we should also remember the one who laid down his life for the ultimate sacrifice for us. And so, um, that being Amen Jesus, that. um, and so this is interesting. Verse 14, he says, you are my friends. If you do what I command you, this is huge, really big. I mean, we kind of run over that because it's like in today's society, it's like we're all like, yeah, Jesus is my friend. Like, I, like, yeah. um, but then you don't do a single thing he says. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus, we love you. Like, especially even like wor- wor- worship kind of tones. Um, I'm a friend of God. And, you know, every, everybody kind of knows classic. this. An endless classic, yeah. timeless classic. Um, even like a new song that just came out. What a friend we have in Jesus. Jesus. You know? Yeah. Um, so, th- so we kind of don't. We, we were a little bit desensitized to how big, how that, big is. that Yeah, how much that actually means. Um, because it's kind of a a stunning level of comfortability with our eternal Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing is, um, in the Old Testament, so this is the first, because this is in the Gospel of John, uh, this is kind of a first instance of Jesus saying that we are his friends. Uh, and in the Old Testament, the only two people who were referred to as God's friends was Abraham first, mm-hmm. and then kind of in implication Moses. But so mm-hmm. you could argue that it was just Abraham. So like, the, the, it's not like Jesus, it's not like God was throwing around like, like "Hey, you're, you're my, my friend." friend. To everyone. Yeah. So, but but that's the difference between uh, kind of the Old Testament covenant and, and this new covenant in Jesus. Is Jesus is saying like, "All you have to do is do what I what I yeah. command. Follow my commands. You are my friend if you do what I command you." Yeah. So, which is pretty cool. He says, no longer do I call you servants, which means at one time he did, but he doesn't anymore. For servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all that I have uh, heard from my father, I have made known to you. So, this is interesting, interesting language. Begs, begs some questions about how Paul 
refers to himself as a a, a slave or a servant of of yeah. Christ. So it's interesting. And I don't think after these. I don't think he's wrong, but this that this um this is provoking some thought process in me to like to mm-hmm. like because obviously Paul's not wrong in there. It's in the Bible. It's inspired by God. Why does God want us to be in the mindset of being His servant? But then also here Jesus is being very clear that we're we're also we're actually so, not also His servants. His we're His friends um, in certain in certain ways. So interesting to think about. I think it has to do with the act of service. Um, I think it also it has to do with yeah the act of service because Jesus is technically yeah, like a voluntary servant to us. Yeah, which is a crazy thought. Yeah. Not not like a master and servant relationship. He chooses to serve us out of the good the goodness of who he is. Yeah. So for us, where it's not maybe he's even saying that that it's not like a master servant relationship with us anymore. I mm-hmm. choose to serve Jesus because I love him. Yeah. And out of that, brews friendship. I don't know. That could be that could be it. I also think referring to like Paul, a lot of his letters he starts with, and James does it too. Uh, this is your brother, James Paul. I am a slave to Jesus Christ and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think Which is tough language to process. It is very tough. I've wrestled with that so much, just reading through a lot of the, um, a lot of those letters. And you think... I don't know if they necessarily mean like a slave to Jesus physically or like a slave to Jesus' cause now. Yeah. That's something I've, I've kind of dug into is... I think that's where I think that's where this is like pointing. Pointing like, it, it, yeah. It's voluntary. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It's not. They're not literally being like forced to do this. It was. Yeah. It was a choice they made. Yeah. Voluntarily, like laying down their lives for the cause of Christ. So. So actually. So there's these things called. So there's there's sla- like traditional slaves, which, which, in the old days, it was a lot more common. And yeah. pr- probably in some ways less brutal than what we imagine slavery as. Slavery, obviously, in the last you know four or five hundred years, is, was was terrible. And slavery, for a lot of times, was terrible. Mm-hmm. There was always um, terrible things. Um, but so I'm not trying to downplay that. Uh, slavery was awful, terrible. A of course. a thing that we are glad is in our past. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't own another human. But there were these things called indentured servants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably closer to what Paul is talking about. So like what happens is, is if someone like saved your life, yeah. you would claim yourself to be a slave to them as an indentured you owe, servant. I owe you everything. I owe you my life. Me. I will yeah. do everything. I, ev- I'll do everything for you mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. And I think that's the perfect example of what this is. Yeah. Is like, that makes a lot of Jesus sense. died for us, t- like took his own life. Or so gave up his life sin. for all of our sin, and for that, like he saved our life. I'm forever indebted to you for everything. So I'm a voluntary slave to your cause, yeah. which is that makes a lot of sense. Super, super powerful language. But mm-hmm. um, wrestle with that. Let us know what you think. If you don't like that, that's fine. Let me know. <laughs> Come back with something else, um, and we'll see. I do think it's relatively biblical. <laughs> so, yeah. so, but we could wrestle with that. I'm totally cool with that. So. Um, I'm all about that. Read your Bible for yourself. See what see what see what it's um, and read. Don't just read it and tell me what you think it says. Read it. Yeah. Read some commentary. Take some notes from theologians, and mm-hmm. then let's uh, let's like wrestle with it. And I'm totally cool with that. Um, let's go. If that makes sense. Yeah. The only reason I say that is because if we just read the Bible and like and this is what I this think, is what's really popular today. Oftentimes we are like creating scripture to like fit inside of our 
yeah. our worldview, uh, which none of this scripture, none of the, in my Bible, the however many pages this is, um, to 2,500 pages. None of the 2,500 pages were written when I was alive. <laughs> yeah. So they weren't directly written to me. They're written for me, but not to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Different I ha- cultural impacts. So I have to read them in that light. But anywho, we're getting off on a tangent. Okay, so the next section, the last section, real quick. So this next part is talking about the hatred of the world. Yep. Um, and this is one of my favorite kind of sets of scripture. Um, so we can talk about it for a sec. But if the world hates you, know that this, know that it has hated me before it hated you. Mm. So like, I don't know if there's comfort there, but <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you're hated, but it hated me first. But hated me first. Okay, Jesus, or whatever, dude. He's a he's a hatred hipster. So literally. Anyways, if <laughs> I'm just kidding, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. This scripture, uh, probably the last two, three months, has, like, it's bared so much weight for me. Yeah. Uh, and, and, it, and it has begged some really serious questions for me about the modern church. Mm-hmm. Um, because not that, not that the modern church should ever be, like, contrarian to, like, uh, not contrarian. We should be contrarian to, like, the world. But... I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't think the I don't think the modern church should pick fight with pick fights with society all the time. Yeah. I don't think that's who we're supposed to be. I don't think we're supposed to be like arrogant, prideful, like because well, that's that, very like that's what the Pharisees were. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there's somewhere we have to find in the middle. But also, we shouldn't be like a church ever or a group of people that is like just totally accepted and loved by mainstream media and the world yeah. and things like that. Because mm-hmm. um, it literally says. It right here. If you're of the world, the world will love you as its own. Like I don't, I don't want to be, be, I don't want to be a pastor or a church that's like just loved and accepted by all of society. Everyone, yeah. No thanks, you know. I mean, but because wrong. you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So that's that's it's a, powerful language, though. It's but tough it, to wrap your head around. It's in, it's encouraging for you, young people, who are you're gonna you're gonna face some like pushback you're gonna have people who don't like you because you're a christian and you're gonna have people who don't agree with you and who especially today are gonna claim you are something that you are not because of your beliefs Mm -hmm. and and as painful as that might be that's where we gotta live and it's okay and it's good and it's we have to wrestle with it if we were loved by everybody if everybody um, if it made sense to everybody, this would be like a way this easier the process. Thing ever. Yeah, and so because we are not of the world, like we're not gonna be loved by them. Um, and and not to say that we don't love them, we do, and we want everybody possible to meet Jesus, mm-hmm. everybody possible to make it to heaven. But um, the real, the tough reality is that not everybody will. And so um, everybody should get a chance to accept Jesus. And yeah. there's a lot of people who will say no to him. And those type of people and in the world in in general will um, really not like us for kind of the message and the, the process we stand up for. But like I said, we shouldn't be the ones who are picking fights and being like the aggressor, the aggressor, because also the Bible says blessed are the peacemakers. So it's like I'm never trying to start a fight or an argument with somebody, Just especially cause. on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram about all this different stuff. That's not really the point. The point is that I will love you forever because Jesus does but also like there's a message 
Yeah. And well, with that, if you're going and starting fights on Instagram and stuff, <laughs> you're just of the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. That's true. Um, this is another interesting thing. Verse 22. This is one that we could wrestle with. There's a lot, there's a couple of scriptures in here that we're wrestling with. Yeah. Verse 22. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But yeah. now they have no excuse for their sin. Yeah. Interesting text. Very interesting. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. So you could question like what that means for the whole Old Testament. Yeah. Um, the, what What's the law then? That's that's what then comes up. If they weren't guilty of sin until you spoke. Yeah. Uh, but the commentary here says um, they would not have been guilty of sin does not mean all sin, but the specific sin of rejecting the supreme revelation of Christ. Okay. So. I trust the theologian that has a doctorate that wrote that. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, that makes sense to me. But also no, wrestle with it. Think about it and uh, read some other commentaries, see what they say. But it, it was just an interesting text. I might jump off the page to some of you. And so that's what this commentary here in my ESV study Bible says. That nice. it's more so about the uh, supreme revelation of Christ. So sin is sin. That's what most of this chapter is about, too. You got to read it in the context of the chapter. Yes, the the, the context is about Jesus. What what does it mean now? What is the new new uh, covenant? And mm-hmm. so that's what that's saying. If I had not come, they would not be guilty of sin, but now they are. Uh, oh, that makes way more sense now. I don't, yeah, something yeah. you said just clicked in my head. Yeah. So like now they were all they were always reading the law and trying to hold the law. So technically, they were justified by the, the law. Yes. Until Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to have a click. But then also the reverse side of that is now that if you meet Jesus, you're guilty of no sin. Yeah, exactly. Which is super cool. Anywho. Um, whoever hates my, f- whoever hates me, hates my father also. That's a tough line. Um, and then the last line is, but the world, the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without cause. Yeah. Crazy, uh, but I like it. This script, but this true. set, crazy, but chapter true. fifteen is one of my favorite because it just there's a lot of things that you have to wrestle with, um, but if you wrestle with it long enough, it points to Christ again, Amen. which is really really cool. Um, I love it. So, Ben, let us know what we're drafting. Let's get into that. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. If you have any questions, please DM us um, at Echo Youth yes. SEC, and just when you DM us at that page because it's our youth page just say that hey i was listening to the podcast podcast. here's a question that i have and then we'll get that um our social media manager will get that to us yes um or feel you could feel free to dm us personally as well um but i also want to like it's probably safer to just dm the the youth one <laughs> i don't want like a bunch of people dming me all the time <laughs> yeah that's fair well not not like not, not for in my a bad way but yeah not for my like personal annoyance it's just like uh for safety reasons be i don't know if i'm we're getting, going through a ministry not just yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so we don't need to get into it yeah you're okay fine. you get so, it you understand parents you really understand you know what i'm talking about just have all your students dm the echo page thank you love you bye Okay, let me buy. Um, so, first of all, before we get into the draft, I got to tell you, since we took a week off, we posted the last two, and I beat Brett I in both of them. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but I had to bring it up because I need some victory. I beat him in the Church Items Battle Royale, and then what was the other one we just posted last week's, um, two weeks ago's draft? Uh, I just wrote, Something I just about wrote movies. It. Was it most overrated movies? Yeah, overrated movies. Yeah. So... 
Thank you, Radio. Then I'll be having that. Now, this week, we are going to draft in light of kind of inspired by the Summer Olympics. We are going to draft the best 4x4 relay team made up of mega slash celebrity pastors. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see who's the speediest boys of the, the speediest, of the gospel yeah, preachers. Gospel. Or not, depending on how you look at it. But Yeah. Um, so we had to make it a little funny. We had to choose the... So we're pastors. doing a four by four relay with pastors only, and yep. we we say like kind of mega church well known pastors because yeah, well known. Otherwise, it would be I'd just because oh, my I dad Brett, and I and Pastor I Jeff Pastor would Tom. gas everyone. So. <laughs> yeah, game over at that point. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Melissa too. I've heard she's speedy. Yeah. She's so the got four of us would literally gas everyone. So yeah. Whatever. So we can't. So it's off limits because we would win. It's not fair. So yeah. So um, we're picking the the big dogs. All right. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh, <laughs> so I thought because everyone goes scissors, I thought you were going to go with rock to beat scissors. So yeah, I, threw I paper. got in your head. I'm living but rent free. He went with the original strat. Nice. All right. Okay. Now I'm thinking wow. too much. I've gotten down to the point where I'm thinking too much about rock, paper, scissors. Okay. And now it's getting I think there's a clear 101 for this. I think there... No, there definitely is, but you don't know him. You don't know who it is. Okay. So I'm going to win. That's fine. No, I might not win because it's not re- name rec- recognition, but I have a number one pick, and I'll pick him. For sure. Okay. Well, mine, I think you know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Stephen Furtick. Yeah. That homie's the most in-shape pastor, I think, in the megachurch realm. Potentially. Potentially. So Stephen Furtick, he, he is yaggled. Yeah, I don't know how fast he is, but I think he could take off. You know? It'd be interesting to know if he was ever like an athlete. I knew he was a musician. Uh, he was a musician, but I don't know about an athlete. But he's definitely on my list. He was the third um, name on my list. All right. Let's see it. Okay, so my number one overall pick. This is kind of cheating, but it's not because it's a well-known church, and it's a mega church, and he's a well-known pastor, okay. especially in today's age. Um, well, he's kind of up and he's like getting more and more well-known in 2021 for mm-hmm. sure, 2020 as well. Derwin Gray. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Derwin Gray? I've heard of him. I don't know those okay. church's name. Derwin Gray. It's actually kind of funny. It's called Transformation Church, but it's yeah, in, it's the other one. It's yeah, in yeah, yeah. Uh, I think North Carolina or something like that. Yeah. But Derwin Gray was He's an ex NFL player too. So I didn't know that. He uh, he was a six year NFL vet. Oh, nice. <laughs> and he played safety. So so he's but he's, he has he's in his fifties. But I feel like I feel like he's still got it. Okay. So I'm picking Derwin. How do you spell um, his name? Gray. D E R. W-I-N. W-I-N Gray. Right, uh, here, let's put some perspective on this. So um, you ever heard the song um, Man of Your Word by Maverick City? Yes. The second dude with the buttery voice, mm-hmm. that's the worship pastor at Derwin Gray's church. Okay. So that's kind of the context, yeah. if that makes sense. And Derwin Gray. No, I've heard of the church. Um, Derwin Gray was uh, on, he's the one that wrote the book Building a Multi-Ethnic Church. And he mm-hmm. was on that uh, Theology in the Raw podcast. Yes. I'll have to listen to that episode. It's really, really good, actually. He's one of my favorite, like, because um, there's some pastors who are so far um, on this, like, kind of conservative side. There's pastors who are super far on this, like, liberal, like, CRT type of side. Derwin, I really appreciate where really he's standing at because he's kind of he's kind of in the middle and understands a lot of folks. So Okay. Derwin Gray. Definitely. Have Speedy. To- Give that. We got into some to some too. Political talk right there, but I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, everyone. 
It's okay. Get over it. I'm going to go with another one who I just think is in great shape. Great, great looking guy. I'm going with Craig Groeschel. Yeah, that was my no- that was the first name I wrote down. Yeah, Craig Groeschel. We'll see how his joints hold up. He's getting kind of old. <laughs> he's getting in his. I think he's in his fifties, but I think he's pushing sixty. I don't know, dude. He does. If he's in his sixties, he looks amazing. Check it. Bet me. Um. Okay. Prove it. All right. So I got Derwin Gray off the list. Okay. Yeah, he's fifty-three, dog. He is. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I knew, I, I, was, I, was I knew he wasn't pushing I thought 60. he just looked like way better than his age was, but 53. he still looks good for fifty three. He does, he does. It is a little bit impressive less impressive if than if he was in his sixties. Yeah. Um, okay, so oh this is where it gets hard. Okay, so actually I'm going to pick Oh, this is tough. I've only got one pick so far. Okay. I'm gonna pick Judah Smith. <laughs> See, I had him. But, Judah Smith, in the slim chance you ever listen to this, homie, I don't think he's athletic at all. See, this is where... Is he a sleeper? This is where you're wrong. Okay. And this is where I have inside information because I've played pickup basketball with Judah Smith before, and he's actually disgusting. He's super good. I'm pretty sure he played basketball and football in high school. Okay. And he's a scratch golfer. Yeah, I know he's insane at golf. Yeah. But he, in some of his sermons, like he messes around how he's not into athletic things. I don't he, know. If well, it's just they're like, not his passion point at all. But he's actually. But he's, he's good at them good when at he plays them. them. Well, yeah. So this will this will be a good example. So, and I'm not like saying that I played pickup basketball, Juice Smith, to like brag at all. My, the the church that I grew up in, that my dad was a pastor at, uh, the lead pastor, um, Benny Perez, his brother-in-law is Judas Smith. So they just like had, they're Judah would come down for family time. gatherings and we'd hang out and stuff. Um. But this was back when like deep V-necks were like a big thing. So oh, Judah, yeah. Judah was wearing. Always rocking. We were up. playing. We were playing pickup basketball at the Madera Canyon Sports Park by my house, and um, he had this deep V-neck, like deep. And then he was wearing <laughs> one of those like hipster saggy beanies. Yep. And it was classic. pinned to his hair, and he played with that the entire time and dropped like twenty points on <laughs> on the Jeez. other team. He's actually he was pretty good. That's pretty sick. So, so Drew Smith. Drew Smith's my pick. Yeah, just put him in the front of the front of the group. He could be the first runner. <laughs> that's true. He's not the anchor. No, he's not. <laughs> Derwin's my anchor. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, I'm gonna go with Pastor Derwin. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude, get it, get it right. Be respectful, dude. Appropriate, appropriate titles here. I gotta pick Pastor Michael Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Mike Todd. I know he's an absolute freak on the drums. He is. And it, he's a music producer. Yeah. If but you ha- he just looks athletic. If you haven't seen... Mike, Mike Todd is like the most interesting... Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I don't want to get into this because I don't want to like be rude. I'm not being rude. He's, his his body type is so interesting, interesting to me because no, his sure face is. is so skinny and shaped and like whatever. And then he's like kind of <laughs> thick. Like, yeah. No, so, he's thick. But um, I feel like that homie can move. I feel like he probably could too. I feel like he's probably a pretty good athlete. Um, I don't know. Could be wrong. He could. Yeah, he could suck be horrible at sports, but at sports. He's a really good drummer. If you've never yeah. heard him play drums, just go to his Instagram and and like I think a recent post had him on there. Yeah, he was. He's actually disgusting. He's got chops. He plays for that sure. gospel kind of 
crazy beat jazz um it's called chops bro so yeah yeah i was never a drummer sorry i was so yeah i know not a very good one but um brian also <laughs> him and derwin are both transformation church except different ones different ones <laughs> different yeah, yeah. ones but they have the transformation same name tulsa right it's mike todd yeah and transformation charlotte i think is yeah um derwin yes that's correct Okay, so now I've got my next pick. Way. My pick fell to me, the one that I I was hoping I was going to get. I'm going to take Rich Wilkerson Jr. <sighs> That's a really, really good one. Um, I could be wrong, but I think he played football in high school as well. I think he actually played basketball, too. He might, he might have. In high school. I think he's actually a pretty good athlete. I think he is, too. Dude, his Instagram is full of him at the gym before Sunday services. Yep. They have church at like 8 a.m. and he's in the gym at 6, like yep. getting his pump in before church. Yepers. Every Sunday. So I feel like he's, I mean, it's, you don't, you're not necessarily athletic because you go to the gym, but I feel like he is. I feel like he's a pretty good athlete. I think he is. His, his brother, brothers-in-law, those guys are all freak athletes and yeah. they're like super good. Uh, they're good at everything and it's frustrating. The Duran family, mm-hmm. uh, Don Shree's brothers yeah it's like des d and david or something like that or yeah but they're all they're all crazy good at sports and music and all the other stuff so anywho that's a really good pick actually i regret not picking that rich wilkerson jr baby let's turn up the volume a little here ben we've been talking a little quiet so we gotta all right we gotta yell no (laughs) we don't want to blast your ears out but yeah sorry Okay. okay That was weird. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right, your next pick, Ben. Your okay, last pick. my last pick. Your four by four. My four by four. Last pick. I'm picking. I don't know if you'll know this one actually, to be honest. But I'm picking um, Sean Johnson. Never heard he, of him. Yeah, he's the lead pastor of all of Red Rocks Church. Okay, how do you spell it? Just S H A W N Johnson. And you just made me think of another uh, pick, and it's gonna be my final pick. Okay. Sean Johnson. Who is this guy? Give us the details. Give us the scouting report. Yeah, I got to show you a picture of this guy first, too. He's kind of an older, not older, he's probably in his 50s as well, but he just looks like a Craig O'Shell. Like, he looks in shape. Okay. Let me just show you him. But he's the lead pastor of all of uh, Red Rocks, which is in Colorado. They have, like, five campuses in Colorado. And Did you know they had a, a campus in Brussels? Where's Brussels? Somewhere in Europe. Oh, no. I yeah, they know. have, like, an overseas campus pretty cool and then they they actually do this thing red rocks does this thing where they um have some deal with the state or something but they play all their um their services through jails every sunday it's like their prison ministry it's pretty dope that's pretty sweet yeah um all right let me find a picture of him for you while you do your thing i feel like he's just athletic i had to make sure i had the right name okay but I do, and this pick's going hard. Because <laughs> I don't know if this dude, I don't know if my pick, if he played sports, but he if he didn't, he should have. You know what I mean? Yeah, look at this guy. This guy, no, this guy runs a good lap. Let me see him. Let me see him. Oh, yeah, he looks like he's in good shape. Pretty in shape guy. I feel like. Sean Johnson. Is, yeah. he, is he a son of... 
You should check this. I bet you anything, because he looks like him. I bet mm-hmm. you anything. He's uh, um, what's the dude's name? Is it Brian Johnson? Yeah. I'm no. No, that's um, Brian Johnson is the son of the. Yeah. Brian Johnson's the main worship leader at Bethel. His yes. dad's the pastor of Bethel. I don't remember his name. Something Johnson. I bet you Sean Johnson's the like little brother. It's very possible. I bet you he is. He looks just like him. He looks just like Brian Johnson. Let's figure it out. Yeah, do some looking up. Okay, I'll take my pick while he's doing that so we don't run out of time here. Uh, But I am going to take Tim Timberlake from Celebration Church, Jacksonville. Do you know who Tim Timberlake is? Heard the name, don't know him. So this is where I think you have more name recognition, so you might win. But if, if, if the listeners here take time to look up who they are, my picks, I for sure win this. Okay. That's definitely fair. Um, because this is Tim Timberlake of Celebration. That homie is an animal. <laughs> my friend Tyshawn is their youth pastor now, which is cool. Yeah, that homie runs a 4-2-40. He's got to. Uh, I got to do some. I got to do some background on Tim Timberlake. Um, oh, wait. There's a basketball court here. Oh, no. That's he just balls? Kid. That's oh. his kid. That's his kid. I don't know if he's an athlete, but he should have been or should be because he's in really good shape and he looks like an athlete. Um, so, who knows? But, okay, so do you have any honorable mentions, people that just barely missed the cut? Uh, not really. I have Levi Lesko. Okay, yeah. But I feel like one. I feel like he's not very fast. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> he's like in really he good shape. He wasn't even though. on my list, but I, I don't think so. Everybody knows who he is. I have Joel Osteen because he just like you know he seems like. Yeah, maybe in his heyday he could. Uh, he I don't could know. Run. I don't know. About I have now. Chad Beach because he's young. Yeah. At the end, at the yeah. end, I was just like, I need, I need some I need youth some here, you know. Yeah. Uh, I had Francis Chan because he looks kind of squirrely, you know, like <laughs> that homie just <laughs> take off. Yeah. <laughs> Ball. He, he'd start the race. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> take off. Uh, and then uh, Andy Stanley, but he's slow for sure. So then I was really glad, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really Definitely glad slow. I found my last pick, Tim Timberlake. So, um, yeah, here's that could be a number one pick. That's goaded. What are you looking up right now? If they're brothers. Yes. Keep doing that. Okay. <laughs> I can't figure it out. So, um, what's the dad's name? That's that would be great to know. To be honest, that would help me out so much. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> let's 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 figure that out first. Okay. So let's let's look up Bethel, uh, Bethel, uh, Church. Maybe their lead uh, pastor. Okay. Bill. Bill. Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson. Okay. Look up Bill Johnson's kids. Yep. Bill Johnson's. Family. Bill Johnson, Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. And while you're doing that, I'm going to um, read off our teams, our final team. So Ben has Stephen Furtick, Craig Groeschel, Mike Todd, and Sean Johnson. I feel like that's a pretty good team. Yeah. I've got Derwin Gray, <coughs> ex-NFL uh, defensive back. Uh, Judah Smith, Rich Wilkerson Jr., um, who are basically like the same person. And then I'm just kidding. And then Tim Timberlake from Celebration Church. So, so there it is. It's not looking good. It's not? No. The his only children listed are Eric, Brian, and Leah. I thought he for sure. He looked just they like look him. Very yeah, I'm looking at his picture. They look almost the same, but no. You no said chance. Brian, Eric, and who? 
Leah, daughter. Wow. Maybe Leah's husband's name is Sean. They took her name. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah, good one. Uh, I don't know. It just looked like him. I thought I was going to be right on that. Yeah, well, you're not. That's a bummer. Cause, well, it just made sense because now they're like up and coming, like music, like, you know what I mean? Like they're like, you think they'd maybe have some like, some, have some Bethel influence. influence from Bethel, you know? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but your theory is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss, I guess. Okay, so that's it. Uh, we're, we're done. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you love life. This is about 40 minutes we're sitting at right now. So, yeah. Um, yes, Ben has Stephen Furtick, Craig Rochelle, Mike Todd, Sean Johnson. I have Derwin Gray, Judah Smith, Rich Wilkerson Jr., and Tim Timberlake. Who do you think would win in a 4x4 relay? Um, let us know. We'll post this draft. It'll be super fun. Hopefully mm-hmm. I win because Ben's coming back I'm now. I'm getting on a streak now. I think I've won three straight. and uh, Which is good because I was up like 13. It's getting ridiculous. Um, okay, but we love you. <laughs> we'll see you next time. I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And cue the outro. We love you, Matt.